Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today, you guys. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Today is Friday, the 26th of November. And today I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a personal update about my life and talk to you about some of your questions. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We have we had a more mellow Thanksgiving this year because we decided uh, some months ago, probably, oh my goodness, almost six months ago, that it would be great for us to have an alternate form of heat in our house because really we have electricity and a very small uh, propane fireplace. And we thought, you know what, in the event of an emergency, it really would be good to have uh, an alternate form of heat. And we had a bunch of trees. We live out in the forest, a bunch of felled trees over the years. So we literally have firewood everywhere. And we thought, you know what, it'd be good to get a fireplace. So we plan on having a fireplace installed in our house. Well, then the shortages hit. And long story short, my house has been torn up now for some time. (laughs) So where I would normally have, you know, a wonderful space for tables and company and all those things, We really had limited space this year and we decided, you know what, it's probably a good idea given the pace that we've been keeping and just how weary uh, a lot of us are right now in my family. It just would be good to just do a small family gathering. So that's what we did. Uh, We had a wonderful time and actually we're really looking forward to uh, going up this Sunday. We're going to be hunting for a Christmas tree. So trying to just develop some new family traditions and... uh, and we're excited about that. So uh, I hope you guys all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Wanted to let you know, this is the time of year that we love, love, love to get your Christmas cards here at the at the uh, Homeschool Resource Center. And you can send them to us, uh, Firmly Planted Family or the Heidi St. John podcast. And just send us a picture of your family and what the Lord's been doing. If you can include a gift for the nonprofit organization, we would greatly appreciate that this time of year. And again, you can reach out to us Firmly Planted Family, care of 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. Those pictures will be displayed on the walls here at the Homeschool Resource Center. Lots and lots of people will see your pictures and read your letters, and we're encouraged by it every single year. So a lot of you know that I've been talking, of course, about COVID uh, since the since the beginning of this thing, and I've, I continue to be uh, very frustrated by the uh, ineffectiveness, I guess, of the vaccine by these repeated mandates, which I just think are 100% illegitimate garbage. Uh, I thought it from the beginning, and I really uh, feel that way now. And a couple of days ago, my mom, who has already been vaccinated, she did the first shot and the second shot, was diagnosed with covid and I will, I'll be talking more about this in, in the days to come because I want you guys to sort of walk through this with me as, uh, as our family feels comfortable talking about it. But my point in telling you is that my family has now become another statistic of a person who did everything that they were supposed to do, got the vaccine, doing the whole thing, still wound up with the Rona. Uh, and I'm having a different experience at the hospital this time than I did when my mother-in-law had her heart attack at the beginning of COVID. And many of you guys heard me share that story, basically just a devastating couple of weeks in our family because we weren't allowed to be with 
uh, Jay's mom. And then uh, it was just a series of unfortunate things that happened because we do not have patient advocacy anymore. And so when I heard that my mom was diagnosed with COVID and uh, we decided we're not going to have her in the hospital because I don't trust, this is sad, but I don't trust the hospitals anymore to take good care of the people that I love. I would rather have them home and have my family gather around her and we will um, make sure that she gets everything that she needs. So we appreciate your prayers uh, for my family as we like thousands and thousands and thousands of other people are walking through this right now. And I was thinking, because I'm going to get to your questions in a minute, but I was, you know, I was thinking about the church and how it is dealing with COVID, continuing to deal with COVID and how I've told you guys before, I just feel like we don't trust the Lord. We, we, we're, we're struggling really hard to trust God. And we're trying everything we can, like we're grasping at straws, you know, maybe if we social distance, maybe if this, maybe if that, and we're being taken advantage of by people who are greedy and even evil, I would say. And there's a dichotomy that I have experienced as a leader, right? So how do I lead people that are listening to the podcast? How do I lead uh, in the community where God has placed me and still be vulnerable and be honest about the the very real impact that this is having on our life and our ministry and our family. And it's easy to forget about sharing just the ways that God is teaching me to trust him. I feel like, uh, I think sometimes as leaders, you see a lack of transparency and a lack of vulnerability, which really you know comes from a lot of things that people say. And I did a Facebook Live about this the other day, just the the messages that I get in my inbox on the regular, right? Uh, People saying the most hateful, ugly things. And actually, you know, I'm actually doing okay because my confidence is in the Lord. My my, um, identity is not wrapped up in a podcast or in a run for Congress or in how people, you know, do or don't like my books or my ministry or whatever it is my identity is in the Lord. And I think the thing I have struggled with for sure is the level of transparency that I should display as a leader, the vulnerability to sorrow and heartache uh, in the midst of all this stuff. And when my mom was diagnosed with COVID, I will tell you that my sisters and I, um, and I've told you guys this, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks, and months and over a year. I'm not saying that there's not an illness. There is an illness. And I told you guys before, I want, we should, we need to stop arguing over, over vaccinated versus unvaccinated. This is Marxism, hundred percent. If you want to get a vaccine, great. If you don't, great. We should have the freedom to choose. And there have been several people right in my immediate family that chose to get a vaccine and I did not choose to do it. But guess what? We all love each other. We all get along. What's so funny about this to me is nobody in my family is fighting about this. People have made personal choices and that is how it absolutely should be. But the fact of the matter is I am becoming increasingly frustrated by the inefficacy of this so-called vaccine and why people who've done everything that they were supposed to do and it was supposed to prevent the the uh, them from getting this illness is clearly not working. And I was in Isaiah the other day in Isaiah 55 And Isaiah 55, 9 says, 
For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And I thought about that in terms of just trusting God and what it looks like, because, you know, I'm out there in front of, you know, tens of thousands of people all the time. And I know a lot of you too that that are listening to this are leaders in your own communities, leaders in the homeschool community, uh, pastors, teachers, you know, we, all of us have positions of leadership and it's humbling to come back to, into alignment with God's purpose and the hope that I have and the peace that I have in knowing that God is doing something and my purposes and my understanding of even what God's doing can often be very different from what he's actually doing. So we make our plans, but we need to know that ultimately God's going to have his way. Isaiah 5, 10 says, for as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And so God's doing something and he has a purpose in all of this. And we've been as, you know, kind of shepherding our family through this. And my mom, of course, has a a great attitude because she, she loves the Lord. She trusts the Lord and we trust the Lord for her. And when this is all over, I'm going to walk you through this now because it's a little bit different walking someone through COVID who's already been vaccinated. And we've talked to several doctors and uh, I praise the Lord because you guys have heard a lot of the the doctors that I called right here at the podcast. And so when I'm, when, when we got this diagnosis, I called a few of them and said, Hey, here's what's going on. What do you suggest? And uh, I feel really blessed to have had that, had the opportunity because of the countless numbers of uh, interviews that I have done over the years with people who I trust and particularly walking out this thing. But just to remember we can't predict outcomes. We we do what we feel that God's asking us to do at the time. We do what we know is not going to violate our conscience, not going to violate the word of God. And then we know that God's call on us is purposeful. His call on our lives is purposeful. And again, you know, I've obviously I'm spending a little bit of time in Isaiah, but Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. It will accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. And it reminded me that my time here on this earth and all of you listening to this, our times are in the Lord's hands. And really this is what has given me so much freedom in my life as I have walked through, like a lot of you, you know, times of uncertainty and not knowing where God was going to lead me. I know that my time here is limited. I had a a wonderful conversation with one of my sisters the other day about this. You know, we don't know much, but we do know that we're just passing through. My mom knows she's just passing through. I know that I'm just passing through. My children know it. My husband knows it. And when you know that, and when you're resting in the fact, just like Sophie Scholl did, just you're resting in the fact that our lives are in the Lord's hands. He has given us an opportunity to seek him for provision right now. 
Hey guys, I want to remind you that I am excited to be partnering with MyPillow.com. You guys know that I've been using MyPillow for a long time and I love them. And Mike Lindell has an awesome offer for listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast. You can receive up to 66% off all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to receive Mike's standard MyPillow for just $19.98 or call one 800 447-0541 and use promo code Heidi. Again, that's 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi to get up to 66% off all MyPillow products. So when we look at our circumstances and we fixate on the outcomes, I think it's easy to fail to recognize the extent of what God is actually doing on the periphery even of our lives. And so whatever you guys are going through right now, uh, God says that his word is going to go out and it's not going to return empty. And every opportunity that we have to speak truth and life in a, in a situation to bring hope in the midst of heartache, which is why I've had uh, the guests on that I've had on recently, bringing healing uh, in the midst of heartache, hope in the midst of heartache, all of this stuff comes from the Lord. And our confidence then is built not in ourselves but in God's ultimate plan. And so, uh, you know, as we, as we're still walking this thing out, like many of you and, and the, the heartache of job loss and all of that, uh, I just want to encourage you as the Lord has been encouraged me to trust God, his ways are higher than ours. And we know that he loves us and God's heart for us is always ever only good. And, uh, when we were packing my mom up the other day, and putting her stuff in the car and she'd asked me to go back in and get her Bible. And I, uh, I was so encouraged cause I, uh, you know, was putting it on this, the car seat and then, and the Bible opened up to a page. It looked like where my mom must've been reading, but her journal notes were just encouraging to me as I watched her just like me. She's in a different season of her life she recognizes her life belongs to the Lord. And, and you guys, it's, it's a freedom, really. I mean, when we realize our life belongs to the Lord and we have an opportunity to uh, point people to him, no matter what's happening in the country, no matter what happens politically, no, what, no matter what happens with the Rona, all of it, I actually think that there's a grace and a blessing in that. So I just wanted to update you. Some of you saw a, a Facebook post that I did the other day and I, and, uh, some of you had remarked that I look tired and I, uh, I am, <laughs> I am tired. I told Jay, it's, man, this world is such a brutal place, but we're just passing through. And, uh, that's my encouragement to you. I want to share an off the bench story that came into my inbox the other day through Mom Strong International came from Holly. And she said, good afternoon, Heidi. I just want to share my off the bench story. I am a pharmacist and have worked at the hospital that I'm at for the past 12, almost 13 years. I recently turned in my resignation and will be done in the middle of December. How is that off the bench? You were asking, well, I don't have a full-time job to replace my current job. I'm trusting that God will provide, even though sometimes a little nervous about the big change. I do have a part-time job and hope it will turn into a full-time position, but we'll see what God has in store. With my part-time job, it's much more flexible and I can make my schedule. This isn't what caused my resignation, but I have been battling with the CEO and other leadership about the safety and effectiveness of the COVID vaccines, the COVID jabs. 
I will be very relieved when this is not part of my daily struggle. I've submitted over 100 adverse events to the National VAERS website, and we are only a small critical access hospital. Please pray that God will lead and guide me into whatever mission he has for me, and pray also for my husband, who, even though he's in agreement with my decision, might have doubts. I'm looking forward to spending more time with my husband and our three girls. I want to thank you so much. Mom Strong International has been a wonderful blessing for me these past couple of years. Holly, thank you for that. And uh, I, you know what, like I told you, my mom now has has uh, COVID, a pretty severe case of it. And she has been vaccinated not once, but twice. Uh, and I also, like you, am seeing dozens and dozens and dozens of adverse reactions to this uh this so-called vaccine. And I am alarmed, you know, people of conscience, just like Holly are saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't participate anymore. And I'm just asking the Lord to unmask the lies in the culture right now. And I'm asking the Lord to help us as we navigate this stuff so that we are not a part of the division. This is total Marxism, right? They want to divide us into classes because they know if we can be divided, ultimately we're easy. It's easier to conquer us. Socialism, uh, they want to own the means to the production. You're, you're watching this kind of stuff. And I think COVID is a part of that. And so um, I am encouraged and inspired and impressed by those of you who have uh, taken such a stand as this. And I do believe that when the truth comes out and it will come out, there is going to be a blessing in that. All right, Susan from Connecticut. Heidi, thank you for all that you do for us and your listeners and for us fellow Americans. You're welcome, Susan. My question is in regards to your thoughts on men and women owning a business together. My husband is planning on starting a business with a married woman and splitting everything 50-50. However, uh, he has worked with this woman for many years, and I honestly have no concerns about infidelity, but going into a partnership with her feels different to me. I know you have mentioned before that you do not travel alone because if you were to have a meeting with a man one-on-one, -on -one, it could give the wrong impression to others. I agree with this and also feel that as a married person, it's best to not put yourself in a position where you have a connection with another person of the opposite sex. As his wife, I want to support uh, and be excited for him in this new venture. But honestly, I'm struggling with it right now. It simply doesn't feel right. Thank you for your thoughts and advice. Well, a couple of things come to mind. Uh, first of all, you know, there are a lot of good things to look for when you start out into a partnership. Uh, and it, it can be difficult, right? Partnerships and business can be difficult for lots of reasons. And so we want to start with integrity. This is probably the first thing that we should look for when we assess a friend as a potential partner. And listen, I don't care how close you are. If a person lacks integrity, bringing, on board, bringing them on board is absolutely too risky. There are some things that, that uh, I would encourage you away from. And it might be a good idea to establish the expectations that you guys have, you know, going into it. And you have to be honest about how it makes you feel. So if you have, if, if, if you have pause over this right now, I would pay attention to that because going into business together really can destroy relationships. I have seen it over and over and over again. Friends who go into a new venture, they have great intentions. They have a strong friendship. Some of them come out on the other side of it with their relationships intact, but a lot of them don't. And so when you start a business with a friend, this could be one of the greatest experiences of your life, but it's not a decision to take lightly. And the truth is your husband is going to spend more time 
in some uh, in some cases with his business partner than he's going to spend with you and your family. And so this partner has to be chosen wisely. And I think me personally, this I don't see this as a sin issue. Uh, and it sounds like you don't have concerns, but the fact that you have red flags about it, I think you should pay attention to that. Uh, because when you work with a friend, your relationships change and they sometimes can change for the better. They sometimes can change for the worse. But the fact is, the time that is spent with a business partner is absolutely going to affect your family. And so it's good to talk about these things right out of the gate. Uh, emotions are tricky things, <laughs> particularly when it comes to women. And so I always encourage caution and um, making sure everything gets out in front so that you guys are talking about this right up front and uh, really keep me posted on it. I mean, if it was me and it was one of my kids and they were saying, hey, mom, this is what I, I was doing, I I don't think I would say don't do it. I would say be very, very, very cautious. Uh, and that that would that's going to be my encouragement to you too because things can go sideways a whole lot faster than we want them to, right? All right, Irene. Heidi, I'm a PE teacher in Virginia and I have been seeing a trend of mindfulness and yoga being pushed onto students and teachers. I just listened to your podcast about yoga and I'm fully convinced it's wrong. I was wondering if Pilates is a good alternative listening to your show. Thank you for speaking truth. So Irene, absolutely. Pilates is a great alternative to yoga. If you guys have never listened to my podcast on yoga, I will link back to it in the show notes today. A lot of you know that I have a pretty severe injury in my lower back. And so I'm very careful about the way that I exercise. And I did yoga for many years and I talked about it on the podcast until I met a woman who really changed my heart and my mind and she opened uh, my eyes to the very, very real problems with Christians engaging in the practice of yoga. And so I will link back to that in the show notes today. And Irene, I just want to applaud you for your sensitivity to this issue because a lot of people just blow it off and they say, oh, well, it doesn't really matter because I already know that that um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm not into the third eye and I'm, I'm not worshiping. And even though I'm striking this particular pose, whether it's, you know, down dog or whatever it is, I'm not engaging, except for the people behind the practice of yoga would bench, would uh, they would say otherwise. So it's really important, you guys. Check it out. I'll link back to it in the show notes today. And uh, this might be another great topic to review in the new year. All right, you guys, I'm out of time for today, but I'm just going to take you back today where we started, Isaiah 55, 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So I'm going to encourage you today before I uh, let you go for the weekend to really lean into the Lord. So whatever it is that you're facing right now, his ways are higher than yours. They're better than yours. And his thoughts are higher than yours, higher than mine. And we can trust the Lord. He is trustworthy. So I'm just going to encourage you to trust him today. Know that he loves you. And this weekend, as you consider what you're going through as a family, Lean into the Lord, trust the Lord, spend some time in his word, spend some time with your family and love your people well. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I will see you back here on Monday at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.